Hello, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm Kiara. Hey, I'm Rain. And this is Let's Procrastinate. So today we have Anna and Vishali. Hi, Anna and Hi, Vishali. guys. Hi. What's so up? Today we're going to talk about the representation and discrimination towards the brown community. So do you guys want to start? What have you guys found? Okay, so to start, we have representation of brown people in like honestly just like anywhere from the netflix show never have i ever um she's also a young tamil canadian um her name is i don't want to butcher this but i'm pretty sure it's meti wait metieri yeah and especially like to have a main character girl to be brown and someone that looks like us is pretty cool yeah i've seen that that was a really good show yeah, it was, like, cute. It was cringy, but it was cute. It's cringy, but, like, in a cute way. Yeah, exactly. It's, like, intentionally. Yeah. So the first thing we wanted to talk about, which is, like, kind of something that a lot of people say towards us, especially something we've heard as, like, me and Michelle have heard this, like, growing up, and I feel like a lot of people have, too, like, other people. And, like, very, at very young ages, like, in elementary school. Well, personally, when I was, like, in grade two or three, I brought, you know, my cultural food to school, like, rice and curry, an egg and I literally had a classmate come up to me and say like why does your food look so weird why does it smell bad that kind of like internally I was like oh I felt I don't know I felt kind of like well I don't want to bring food that smells weird and looks weird like I don't want to be different like that and like me too it's like when I when I first heard that from somebody it's like it kind of led me to stop eating lunch during school too and it was like it was really deteriorizing like I did not expect it at like such young age and it kind of like forced us to change in a way growing up and like a lot of people have been through this too um i found on this buzzfeed article um it's a quote that says whiteness demands us from brownness which like kind of hit hard and it basically means like it had us wonder things about ourselves that were completely different from others making us very insecure about like our culture yeah like personally i just like for a while, I felt like my culture was weird and it was different and it was almost in a way like dirty, which is, I can't, it's so sad that like my younger self like felt like that, but it's true. Like, And I, I just hope that like future generations growing up, like don't experience that. Yeah, because our culture is beautiful. It's not dirty. Like we can try to hide it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then from the, uh, oh, sorry, what were you guys saying? No, I was just going to say, like, the thing you said about food is, like, it's so, it's like how you said, it. it's like, it's really universal for people of color, because I feel like yeah. our food is so different, and, like, people just don't know it, they're not used to it, so, you know, their kids are going to be like, oh, it smells bad, you know, like, as a kid, but it's just, like, it's just different, it's not bad, it's just, they yeah. don't, they don't understand what it is, so, like, I understand when kids are, like, kind of confused by it because they're kids but then it's like it like internalizes when you get older you're just like oh I'm different and it's, it's just, I, I feel like it still happens right now too like um I saw this TikTok and this girl was like kind of bashing like her neighbors that were making Indian food and she was like it smelled so bad and I was like that's not something you should be saying at this age it's like just putting out there that it's like an Indian neighbor talking about their food yeah and like um it's like 
it's sort of like this thing that's like oh you smell like curry or go eat curry it's like Anna brought this up but it's like it's sort of like a blanket term for all Indian foods that all we eat is curry and it's like smelly and different and it's just not true we have so many like cool we, we have like so many other foods too. I don't understand why it was made like a blanket term. Another thing is that people like mock the Indian accent. Michelle, you can talk on this. If you want. Yes, it's sort of like a thing. And like, I feel like it's almost like a thing that's made into comedy, like an Indian accent. And many immigrants like know multiple languages and just because they don't fluently speak um, English and just because they have that Indian accent doesn't mean anything about their intelligence it doesn't it's not telling about anything about their knowledge or like I don't know like how to explain it but like I hate that it's like that's like um, use it for comedy purposes yeah exactly like I don't know if you guys know the youtuber superwoman yeah oh yeah I used to watch her all the time when I was younger and I'm, I'm sure it wasn't meant in like a discriminatory or a bad way but the way she used like her parents' Indian accent was always in a comedic term. Yeah. I feel like um, an Indian accent is like almost looked at as like comedic because I don't know when I'm looking at other accents like French or Italian, they're like- They romanticize it. Yeah. Yeah. They also kind of like characterize all brown people under like one place. And they always think like a brown person is Indian, which is not true. Like I would personally say like South Asian over like brown or Indian, but- like if someone walks, like if somebody were to ask me from where, like from where I am, they would be like, where are you from? You're like Indian, right? Which like is not, like it kind of just like makes me feel like invalidated. I'm like, I'm not Indian just because I'm brown doesn't make me Indian. Um, and like whenever people use like the Indian accent around me, I'm like, first of all, that's not right. Yeah. <laughs> not only is it racist, but you're not even Indian. So exactly. that is not good. You don't do that. Yeah. Like growing up in like a predominantly white school, um, I remember our accents, all of our accents, like it's always mocked. And I remember like specific people just making fun of it all the time. Exactly. Yeah. Like it became really normalized just to like, say that to people as if it's okay like no it's not okay yeah exactly no that's what I'm saying like it's not only like um like South Asians that go through this like it's many like people of color like a lot of people have experienced this which is so it's like so horrible yeah and I feel like we're forced to like pretend that it's funny like I feel like as a kid I was just like I'd force myself to laugh at it because I'm like oh they think it's funny so I should think it's funny you know ties in with like the trying to fit in too it's like you try to change your views on stuff so that you don't feel offended like you try to like steer away from your cultural identity because I felt like it was different I wanted to be like all the other kids on my school because I also like well we grew up in like a very predominantly white neighborhood like no yeah I like I agree completely I wanted to talk on like model minority like the myth of model minority um basically model minority is like um a term that's used mostly towards Asians in general there's this article that I found by diverse diversity inc it was called things to never say slash do to south Asians and the myth is like it basically upholds Asians and it like says like they're very smart and like intelligent like it 
it's it's pot like it's kind of positive in a way but it's also extremely problematic in a sense I feel that students are like held back from their hobbies and like stuff that they like and they're expected to meet like this stereotype which is like the model minority myth it's almost um, like damaging because like instead of viewing me doing like for example going on a math test as like oh she worked hard and she studied for it it's like no because she's brown or for example because she's asian and yeah i got like, that a lot damaging. like i did that i worked yeah hard. i feel like we can all relate to that too like yeah, yeah. i remember in grade seven i didn't do so well on this math quiz and then someone came up to me um aren't you supposed to be good at math you're asian and i was just like huh okay it kind of shows like now too especially in high school like people expect me to like to be really good at like math and stuff and I feel like it's because I'm brown like even though they don't say that they're like she's brown like she should be good at it like I'm not the best I'm gonna say that right like straightforward I'm not the best at math but I feel like people expect me to be good at math yeah something that reminds me of is like like I'm on the swim team, right? And like swimming is like a predominantly white sport. Like, let's be honest, there's a lot of white people who do swim. That's just a, the thing. So when we go to swim meets, there's all these other schools that are predominantly white. And then there's our school that's just like Asian, brown. It's black. very diverse. Yeah, like our school has a lot of people of color and it's noticeable, you can see it. And people look at our school and they're like, oh, they suck because of our race. They look at us, literally I've heard people be like, oh, don't worry about them because they're Asian or they're brown like no we we're actually good at swimming like we win every year we go to offset every year like we are a good team but they look at us and they're like oh no they actually suck like no I I understand like that's so I don't understand why people have to think of it that way like just because of like skin color yeah like these stereotypes are so damaging like people expect us to act a certain way and I don't know just it ingrains that mindset into like the this generation at least some people are like waking up and we're recognizing that hey this is a problem yeah that kind of ties into the next thing too um it's like it kind of leads into like the next topic which is like discrimination within our community because like even though there's a lot of discrimination towards the community there's also a lot inside our community that a lot of people don't talk about which yeah. I feel like should be recognized. And I like, just want to like preface that like, like discrimination against other people in general is, is like just a terrible thing and shouldn't happen. But specifically minorities or people of color hating on other minorities of people of color is even more disappointing because we should be standing together and we should be coming together for these issues. And it's, yeah, I just want to preface this by saying that. Yeah, exactly. It's like, they you would think that they'd understand like how it feels to be discriminated because like they are a minority and they like they there are stereotypes on them in society but then they do it to each other like within their own culture yeah. so it's kind of ironic you know and something i notice in like a lot of asian communities is that like we worship eurocentric eurocentric features yeah like also a big thing in south asian cultures like like having lighter skin is like the beauty standard and like i like my mom has lighter skin and like people tell her like oh like you have nice skin or like one time i saw like a group of family members for like this function like after winter so i was just like 
paler than I would be in the summer, you know, playing soccer, being outside in the sun. And they're like, oh, you look better because your skin is lighter. Like, what does that have anything to do with beauty? It's literally just like, yeah. your skin color, like, no, we love melanin, like, it's I just like around, no, I under, I like I've been through that too. Like this summer, being like outside so much, especially with like quarantine, like we would play soccer, like we would go to practices and everything. Um, like one of my family members have straight like straight up told me on my birthday, they were like, You're oh, you've gotten like so much more darker, like what's going on? And I'm like, I'm like, bro, I'm the same skin color as you. What does this have to do with anything? <laughs> But like in Bollywood movies, the main actor female is always so light, like it, she legit looks European, like yeah. so pale. Have you, you seen like pictures heavy. of like, like I guess influencers in like, um, like Asian countries? All of them they put like filters on them to make them look whiter. They just try like, to have fair skin for like the beauty standard, which is so toxic. continuing with the discrimination within um, brown communities a big thing is sexism towards females just like a few things that I've been told straight up to me by like my relatives but like I like wrote them down um girls aren't supposed to have muscles girls shouldn't be loud and you should know how to cook for your future husband and I'm like I'm so glad that I didn't I don't take those things to heart and I don't take them seriously but it's, it's really damaging on younger generations because it's almost like connecting that to femininity. So it's like almost like saying like, oh, being weaker and not having muscles is like pretty and therefore you're more feminine. And I, I hate that it's being taught to younger generations. So like just femininity in brown cultures, like those are the opinions and views of some people that I love in my family. And I just don't agree with them. And I hope that we can teach younger generations and you know possibly my future kids like girl and boy that doing something or not doing something doesn't make you any more or less of a girl or a boy I hate how they say like you need to know how to cook for your husband not yourself for your husband like no I'm gonna go cook I'm gonna go cook for my husband I'm not gonna eat a meal like it's okay I can not like what I'm not only cooking for one person a man exactly anyway (laughs) but like another thing with brown discrimination within the community it's like there's this is like this happens to like me and my 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 brother a lot it's like my brother can have sleepovers but guess who can't (gasps) even though anna's older than her brother i'm older than my brother i will put that out there my brother is 13 (laughs) it's just it's so unfair and like i know there's people out there that are still in my situation too and like I get that it comes from a good place like oh safety for the girls because sometimes we are targeted but like come on let us have a little freedom yeah the thing is daughters shouldn't be protected you're you should teach your son yes oh my gosh that's a huge thing exactly and I feel like there's a line between like protecting your child and like they need to learn how to judge their own situations like obviously things happen things happen all the time you know but that shouldn't prevent kids from having a life like they need to know how to be on their own they need to know how to like control their freedom and like use it properly because once they move out like stuff's gonna happen like you can't control them anymore they're gonna have to learn how to be in the world there's also a bunch of forced stereotypes within media 
what examples have you guys like seen well you want to talk about this because anna found it like this character in the simpsons basically he was i read something on it in like a link i it's in the citations on the instagram post go check it out guys <laughs> let's procrastinate on instagram okay um so afu from like the simpsons he was seen as like a very demeaning stereotyped character for like indians um and the voice actor actually i believe he was an indian but he also had to force like an indian accent i think i don't know i haven't like watched it but the voice actor dropped which was like which i really liked the voice actor dropped um like his role because he didn't like um the depiction of like an indian person on tv because it was kind of like the only at the time because it was like kind of a while ago that i think apu appeared on the simpsons um it was like one of very little like indian representation on tv and like i feel like it was stereotyped um and i saw this quote in i believe um an article by embrace race um it says every country in south asia is different but when you grow up in the us it doesn't matter because you're always going to be called apu which i felt like it just it just proves that and stereotypes are real and it's like if one person is like stereotyped as a south asian um yeah, like they're gonna just associate it with like what they think south asians are like yeah exactly and it's like they use that character in the simpsons as comedic relief like they use they what am i trying to say they use stereotypes and they use it like for comedy so it's just like it's telling society that like this is okay to laugh at like no it's actually not okay to laugh at and some other facts about minority representation in media is that um the share of minority lead actors in movies in 2019 was 26.6 percent so that's basically a quarter of all that's just minorities in general not like brown people yeah it's like a quarter which makes sense when you think about all your favorite TV shows and movies, it's usually white people starring in it. Like you never see a lot of. Yeah, and um, another fact is that the share of minority best actor Oscar winners is 6.8%. Again, just minorities, not just individually brown, like just in general, and that's 6.8%, like that is crazy. And think about like half of those people not how I'm just like exaggerating here but like a good amount of those people are probably only like like half Asian or like half whatever you know like I know a lot of people in media we talked about this in another episode but like a lot of people are half white because they want like those Eurocentric features so not to say that they're like they're not a minority because they're still a part of it but I'm saying like they are half white so they're like you know you kind of have that sort of half and they're like enforcing Eurocentric features yeah yeah and what do you call this it's not just the Oscars like have you seen the reaction with people in the Grammys like how um what do you call this the weekend wasn't chosen like just looking at all these stats it's like I can't believe it's that little of a number yeah okay thank you guys for coming thanks anna and vishali we really appreciate you coming and representing your own community
Thank you guys for having us so much. Thanks for the opportunity. Thank you for listening to Let's Procrastinate. Remember, all the proceeds from this podcast will be donated to Stella's Place, a local youth mental health charity. See you next time on Let's Procrastinate. Bye. 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 Thank you so much for coming. Thank you. Bye. 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 Love you. Okay, bye, Mom. I love you. Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender, First Commonwealth Bank, member FDIC.